Rushing to the aid of these poor captives, we set upon the grimy bandits with a righteous fervor. Bells were rung and friends were summoned as Tibia used her mildly suspicious lock-picking ability to free the poor trapped folks. With the hostages rescued, we set about setting upon the bandit's leader. His draconically sorcerous power was no match for such mighty mages, so we gave him a well-deserved thumping and stuffed him into a bag of holding. Celebration was clearly in order for our heroics, but that would have to wait, as we were warned of the leader's grandfather, who was residing in the temple nearby. Taking charge of your bandit camp, because now you've got a bandit camp. Mm. Uh, one of the older persons at the camp there, their families, and one of the grandmothers asked what you were going to do about the bandit leader's grandfather. Bandit leader was a sorcerer who was manifesting gray scales the entire time you were fighting. And then there was a roar from the vine-enshrouded temple at the center of the bandit's camp, which is where we left off, and... Now you can tell me what you would like to do in response to this terrifying, echoing, <clears throat> gargantuan roar from underground. Hmm. How are the other people in the camp reacting to this? Uh, they are backing away slowly, turning pale. That is a smart idea. I think it's less an intellectual exercise than a uh, instinctual one. You are wizards. You've been trained to marshal your fears and your emotions so that you have a, a mastery over your situations. I would like to point out that Neville is running around screaming. No, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there, there is a small section in the back of each of your minds that is telling you that it is time to climb a tree and throw fruit at the temple. <laughs> um, uh, are there any people <clears throat> among the crowd that don't seem to have the same reaction? Like, they, they're actually sort of calm, or... There, there are some hale and hearty folks, mostly amongst the people that you rescued from the cages, mm -hmm. who are looking around for weapons, or who have okay. grasping the weapons that you handed them, and they don't look happy about no. the fact that they are armed, and therefore feel some responsibility to do something about the situation, but they are stalwart enough, they're... They're malnourished. They're weak. You don't give them good odds, regardless of what's coming out of there. But they are prepared <clears throat> to stand their ground. Okay. So, now we're gonna, gonna bring, do uh, a wizard, whiz kid huddle. Whiz kid huddle. Alright. So, um, <clears throat> I was thinking, you know what we could do? What? We have the bullet tunnel away. All these people can go down the tunnel and be tunneled away. Tell the bullet to lead them to the nearest town. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully they'll be safe while we deal with that. Good plan. What happens if it decides to breathe down the tunnel? Then they will just be in a tube full of what? acid fire ice. Okay, well that, that's because well, that's gonna be okay. It's not gonna happen because we are going to, um, we're going to distract. Oh, yes. yes. There's layers to this plan. Yes. <laughs> Much like a good lasagna. Indeed. Oh man, I'm hungry again. Now is not the time to be thinking of food. Uh, I'll be marshalling the squirrels. Hopefully we can get another distraction element going. I don't want them to die, because again, one breath of flame or acid or poison or whatever, and they're all dead. Do you want them to escape along with the other people then? Yeah. Through the tunnel? They might have to lead them to, to victory. The ground shakes a little bit. <laughs> Alright, well we gotta carry this out. Okay! 
where she is. Uh, you say her name. She steps up next to you. Oh, Tivia, thank goodness. She, I she's wearing a bunch of jewelry she wasn't wearing before. <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> right. Now you can't die either. You look too good to die again. The necklace matches her eyes perfectly. Right? Empty and beautiful. Yes. So, um... Alrighty. So how do we want to do... do so, okay, okay. Distraction, I think, should be deception. Deception. We tell him the fleeing bandits stuffed the, the, the leader into a bag of hoarding and they're running away with him. Yes, one of the bandits that went into the woods. And mm. we can't stop them because look at me, I am small. We're just so puny. All My right. legs are very short. Yes, I can't okay. chase them. Let's hide your bag of holding. Sure. <clears throat> Where would you like to put it? Um, I can be fat. I'll just put it under <laughs> <I'll laughs> my shirt. There is a unearthly roar from ah. underground someplace and a splashing hissing sound <clears throat> from around the temple and it frosts over from the inside out and starts to steam Whoa. I do not like this no let's get started on the uh, evacuation tunnel okay and while that is underway then we will go over to the temple Try to look as unmenacing as possible. Yes, okay. Like we are looking for help. Okay. I can look very pathetic. <laughs> okay. What was what was the name of the uh, bullet again? I forgot what was I, I don't know if don't you know. have given yeah, it I don't a name yet. Yeah, I don't think we need it yet. Yeah. we came with like a super brilliant name. What would be? No, no, that was my horse. I need my horse completely. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Pickle, it should yeah. be the horse. That is, that is my and that is a very, that is a very clever name. It is a silver bullet. Hi ho, silver away. <laughs> the silver bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I like that. Um, that could be its title, maybe, because that's yeah. like long. Okay. Like, what if that's my quicksilver? I don't really want to name it quicksilver because that seems cliche. Or we're getting a Mr. Diggy. Mr. Diggy. <laughs> Mr. Diggy. <laughs> Do we know if it's male? Yeah. What's the gender? Yeah. Okay. The. Neville, give me a medicine roll. <laughs> I think I did perform heart surgery. Uh, I you you did heart best. surgery on him, I so... I the best chance of any of us. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That is a uh, 16. It is, in fact, a Mr. Diggy. It, <laughs> okay. Mr. Diggy would be appropriate, I think. Okay, let's... I don't know the actual preferences, but based off of anatomy alone. <laughs> okay. Until we can get this thing awakened. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Alright. So Diggy. so you try to instruct Mr. Diggy to dig a tunnel to the next town over. Yes. Um probably away from wherever the uh dragon is. Uh okay. The opposite direction. And how would you like to convey this to Mr. Diggy? He's been following That's you more fair. or less instinctively. Um and this is for a bullet, a fairly complex uh set of uh That's concepts fair. That's fair. to convey. I'm gonna grab his face. I'm gonna be like, I love you very much, Mr. Mr. Diggy. I'm gonna turn his face towards the people and point at them. Be like, find more people. Find find more people. People, you get more people. And like, oh, you're pointing and, and 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 stuff, maybe. Okay, let's see how. Okay, Mr. Diggy walks over to the people uh -huh. who are already cowering away from the temple and now have something else to cower away from because oh, it's a beautiful it's a it's a land shark yeah and it takes some 
very experimental snuffling sniffs. Yeah. Getting the scent of people. There's looking around terrified. It does a, a quick 360 spin <clears throat> like a cat getting ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. And then it does the snow fox jump into the air <laughs> and dive straight down underground. That's amazing. He is going somewhere. And he's going somewhere fairly quickly. Follow Mr. Diggy. Quick, evacuate, please. Before and this massive yourself. beast comes out. And I am going to cast fly on myself, get back in my bucket. <laughs> and I would like to fly over towards the temple and wait for a, a lull in the roaring and shout, Stay back! I'm gonna help break you out! <laughs> okay. The people start filing in Mr. Diggy's burrowing hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, those aren't usually terribly stable if you're not a bulette, but he knows what you're trying to do. Kind of, more or less. Cool. They're not coming out clean, but they'll probably come out the other side. That's all we can like, hope for, and the ones that don't, it's gonna be okay. I can bring them back. <laughs> oh, is this Everyone's a good... Everyone's getting out. No man, woman, or child, or in-between getting left behind today. Uh, this is a good moment. I'm gonna whip out the scrying stone. Do we call? Yes? No? Is this one of those emergency moments? Let's let let's see let's see if, if we can talk to the dragon and if it is okay. agreeable to us. Okay. If it is not, then call. He, All he, right. He did say no to calling him for a giant flying fire breathing T Rex. Basically the same thing. Yeah. I suppose. <clears throat> I'll put it away. Okay. So, Badger, mm-hmm. give me a persuasion roll. Alrighty then. Ooh, important roll. This dice has always been kind to me. Okay, that's going to be a 16. So you are very convincing. There is no immediate answer, but it does not do anything hostile to you this turn, which gives you a chance to make an arcana roll looking at what is happening to the temple itself. Wonderful. It's going to happen to the top first because that's the direction you attacked from. Oh, right. That is going to be an 18. Nice. Like most of the structures around here, it's primarily wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stones <clears throat> at the corners of it. So you're looking at a, a wood and vine structure. It is simultaneously freezing, melting, <clears throat> and petrifying. <clears throat> and none of which are conditions you are enjoying. And you think that this would be a bad place for you to stay for too long in case that happened again. Because whatever is down there, you heard it using its breath weapon, and you heard it using it once. And this much is, yeah. So, but again, it is, you hear the movement of it rising, but it's not overtly hostile or aggressive. It's just coming out. Oh, uh, right. which, which you, you have changed the tone of its approach. Okay. At the very least, you've bought a couple of turns. Alrighty. It's going to take like 10 turns to get everyone in the, the bullet hole. There's injured that they've got to transport. So 10 turns, that, that means they're all getting down there within a few minutes. It's, okay. it's not bad. That's it's fair. just, and you are, on your, you are on your second of those turns now. Okay. You, you, you could just let the thing come out at its own pace, or I will not turn down any other actions you guys like to do. I mean, if we've managed to convince it that we are not particularly threatening, 
Let's find out if it has any means of communicating with us. Well, Badger has managed to convince you that he's not particularly threatening. Oh, just him. I'm very good at that. I see. I don't particularly have a great chance at persuading it. So perhaps I should try to... Hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm a necromancer. I got nothing. I think the best thing I could do is like detect thoughts of it. But then I don't think he'd be particularly happy about me trying to read his mind. I think it's, is that a touch spell? Uh, oh, that's a good point, I'm not sure. Well, in, in that case, you are probably right, but you never know. It pushes the temple down a turn later. Uh, it, and the temple just crumbles. Oh my. The stone uh, has frozen and melted because there was both ice and acid in that breath, and all of the wood and vines that were holding everything together so strongly and so sternly uh, have turned into brittle stone and shattered under the freezing and the acid and the floor of the temple was just a hole the temple is just capping whatever structure is underneath this area gargantuan clawed hand just plants itself on the edge and the head on the end of the serpentine neck comes up. It is a dragon. It is gray. And it is gargantuan. It is just massive. Which means your first guess, the first thing you're going to be able to assume from your studies, because you've been to school for things just like this, is that it's ancient. It is a very, very old dragon. But I'm going to need rolls on Arcana or nature. On nature, you'll need to give me a 10. Arcana, you'll need to give me a 15 to correctly discern the nature of the beast you're looking at. I'll give you an arcana roll. Uh, Neither. I rolled a 4 plus 8 or 5. I also rolled a 4 plus 8 or 5. Nice! We're both equally useless. Whoa. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to be able to give you a good score either here. That's (laughs) 5. 9. I'll give you a (laughs) 9. Uh, I mean, I can try to replace one of our rolls with the... So I have an 8 or 18 on my, on my, um... What do you call that? Which of my call it? You want to give either... Portent on my portent rolls. Either Walker or me an 8 that can work. I don't know we'll how We'll pass the nature one, yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'll give you the 8 then. Actually, I'll... I want to I'll, save the I'll 8 low roll. I'll pass either, I think, with... Wait, no. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll pass either one okay. with, with it. You will too, because you're using the same mm-hmm. thing. Alright then. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. I'll give it to so Badger, Badger. Gets, the, uh, gets it. This is the very rare gray <clears throat> dragon, the most ornery and predatory of all the chromatics. It has an oversized mouth full of teeth like stalagmites and stalactites, and a row of teeth uh, like horns along the bottom underside of its jaw, specifically for cracking hard targets to get to the softness inside. It comes out just high enough to go eye to eye with you in the bucket. You would fit in one of its nostrils and it would never know. And it uh, looks at you and in a booming voice, it's a heavily accented common, maybe like it's, it's a very old common, but it does speak to you in common. What do you think you could do to help get me the rest of the way? 
out of this hole. In Draconic, I'm going to respond. I am sorry, I did not see I thought you were stuck inside the temple. Hmm. If you will give me a brief bit, I could deliberate with my fellows and we might be able to come to some sort of uh, decision on the matter. We are very, very intelligent as far as regular humanoids go. It looks at you. It looks around. It sees the piles of people diving down the hole. And, and looks like it's thinking about it. This is about turn four. And it looks at you and your fellows. Neville has turned his coat inside out so he looks shabby instead of fabulous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and Nin can't do that because Nin's incapable uh, of not looking <clears throat> fabulous. But I will say, I will respond in Draconic to the big great dragon. Yes, my leash. We can help you with whatever you need. There's a chuckle. <laughs> uh, it takes a deep breath, scenting the area. I need you to give me uh, um, a, a, a deck save uh, because you could fit in one of his nostrils and he would never even know. <laughs> Eleven. Oh. So you are just inside the great grayish pinkish cave. Not that like is that, that that is the dragon's nostril. <laughs> This does not seem like a safe place to be, because in a minute, he's going to exhale. <laughs> Save me, bucket! <laughs> Wizards. You and your... Wait, you are... Oh. Places a uh, finger up against one nostril and exhales out the other one. <laughs> yeah, you are capable of... This is the fastest bucket you have ever been in. My cheeks just filling with wind. <laughs> so you no no roll required. The fly spell will prevent you from contacting anything uh, ground wise. You're gonna skim the treetops for a little bit and go. Well, it'd normally be butt over tea kettle, but you're in a bucket. So um, thank you bucket, thank you bucket, thank you bucket, thank you bucket. <laughs> uh, so you you will be coming back shortly with hair full of twigs and leaves. <laughs> uh, I noticed my great-grandson was no longer here and I was wondering what might have happened to him. I see this unwashed rabble running down a hole. Is that... Did the Beulet make that hole? Am I still off in the trees? You're, you're on your way back. Oh, right. Yes. Uh... But there is a... Oh, sorry. Wow, that is totally a deception roll. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hey, can I have that portent? Yeah, you need the 18. <laughs> yeah? Cool. Yeah, 18 for you. Oh, uh, so that's going to be an 18. That's going to be a 21. Nice. A 22, sorry, I don't have any math. Okay, that's, that's a really good roll. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you it's, for that. I don't, have any more, I don't have any more portents. Good luck. 
make a wisdom check against that. And while it's got a good wisdom, that's that's still a pretty good roll. It's to it's not a hundred percent convinced, but it doesn't think that it doesn't immediately know it's that you are. Our bag of holding, which is currently acting, is making me look chubby. <laughs> About this time, Wilbur comes in. It's been about six turns. I think there's a caterpillar in my pants. <laughs> so we were just Presto. telling him about how one of the bandits put his grandson in a Hewer's handy haversack and just took off. And while we tried to stop him, we were unsuccessful because this guy was really strong. Are you sure it was a Hewer's handy haversack? It just looked I... like a very, very large backpack. It could have just been a very large bag of holding with shoulder straps. I Sure, I'm pretty sure it was a Hewer's handy haversack. Badger, give me a deception roll to embellish. Do I am downright okay at this? Hmm. If only I had that portent. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's okay, it's still an eleven. The dragon gets that fifteen degree tilt to its head. I'm pretty sure his head made pretty hard contact with something out there. He, he never had the most reliable memory. It's okay, but we still love him. He's still uh, very valuable. I see. He pulls himself up out of the hole, which is terrifying because he's like 50 feet tall. Jeez. Yeah, Neville's knees have been like shaking this entire time. He, he doesn't have scales. He's got Bikes. They're all gray and stony, and he, he almost looks like he's made out of rock. And he, he takes a deep breath, like he hasn't been out in a while, stretches, stretches, gets the wings out, and blocks the sun out of part of the forest for some considerable distance. <laughs> Folds him back against his back, nice and calm, and I had a deal with my great-grandson, you see, that if anyone were to make something bad happen to him, I was going to make something bad happen to them. That is, that is a fair, familial promise. What about the other way around? Would he have, uh, if something happened to you, would he have come to your rescue as well, I presume? I don't think anything bad could happen to this guy. You ask that question, and the dragon's answer is laughter that shakes the trees for ten miles. <laughs> <laughs> anything that can take me down can have my great-grandson for free. <laughs> I see. I, uh, you see, my liege, I am very new to this whole dragon thing. It's my first day on this. So... So it is. <laughs> Pardon me for a moment. Not that I don't trust you, but Dragon. And he takes a deep breath. Uh, he has that uh, look of focus and concentration on his face. Seeing if he can spot. I'm not going to roll this. This is going to be terrible. You can recording. roll it on the floor if you wanted to. You know what? And he looks at Badger. That's a fascinating bucket you're riding in. Thank you. It yes. smells like my great-grandson's hair. You didn't hit him in the head with it several times, did you? But I found it here. That's a deception check, because he's... <laughs> <laughs> he, he's getting one of those eyes really close to you. <laughs> oh, oh. 
Okay, that is going to be a... Oh, that's persuasion. No. That's going to be a total of 11. And he just kind of... He smiles more. As if it were possible, because right now, the three of you could walk into that smile and get lost forever, <laughs> possibly, literally. Then his head just swivels, lightning fast, like a snake striking, and he comes around and looks straight at Nin. Oh, boy. Like, you, uh, you kind of smell like him, like you were close to him, like you got up behind him, but no. No, and it reels around, and his the tip of his nose, which you know, you're still like 15 feet away from his eyes at this yeah. point in time, nudges your belly. No. <laughs> yeah. Smells like a sorcerer in a bag. Well, he did give me a hug. You could probably stand to lose a little weight. Oh my god. I know, that's why I'm on this trip. I wanted to lose some weight. My mom was telling me I was putting on a little bit of poundage in the stomach. I'm gonna... I, uh, I'm perceiving the, the dragon is facing away from me, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's I was like, I'm, I'm waving the, the scrying stone and like I'm just waiting for like a nod from, from Neville. You can't even see Neville. Oh, no, Neville's completely obscured oh, by Dragon Head. Okay, I'll look, at, I'll look at Badger then, I'll be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> speed dial, <laughs> press one. So, so, you, you speed dial. And while, while Nin is here, I'm going to continue to talk over, hopefully obscuring the majority oh. of the sound at the very least. Okay, so that's not... Uh, at this point in time, it's not even deception anymore because he knows. Uh, oh, but no. you can give me a performance roll to yeah. hold his attention. Yeah, I want okay. to do a performance roll. I'm good at those. <clears throat> Alright. That's an 18. Okay. You are holding his attention. I'm, if Nin if Nin speaks quietly, I shall. Nin probably won't get noticed. Okay. So you hit the speed dial. <clears throat> and you know, while while the dragon is starting to lecture you on Oh, he's lecturing. Okay. I, I thought I was okay. That uh, I was, was going to be like, right? yeah, I was talking to your grand your great grandson. Okay, well, I'll let you go on with that because that's about I always wanted to pursue comedy, you know, but my mom said there's no career in comedy, you know, and I was pretty good as that, and I was like, eh, I'll throw you a bone. I'm not one of those spineless women that doesn't have the guts to grow a backbone after all. The thing with puns is that you really have to put your heart into it. It takes quite a bit of brain power to find the good ones, but you'll know you hit your mark when people start rolling over in their graves. <laughs> These puns are dying for attention after all. As a result, some of them require a bit of a hands-on approach, but don't let that scare the living daylights out of you. I know my advice right now seems kind of bare bones, but I'm sure you're picking up what I'm putting down here in the ground. Just don't get rattled. I hope this, that you can stomach all these humorous puns about body parts and whatnot. This act definitely tickled my funny bone when I was writing it. <laughs> Neville goes into... That was an 18 performance roll, right? Yeah, I gave you an 18. So, so Nello goes into the stand-up performance <laughs> of his life. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, uh, you you hit the speed dial on the sending stone, and uh, it, d there's a few seconds where you pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. Uh, this is the Baron. What's What seems to be happening? Ancient Great Dragon. We have an ancient great dragon problem here. Uh, 
we were dealing with this band of bandits, and their his leader was apparently this dragon's grandson. And right now, we are being interrogated very, very deeply, and I think we're going to need your help, Baron. It knows we killed his grandson. It, it, it will take me some time to get there. Oh. Uh, keep it busy. Uh, greys like to play with their food. Okay. I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. Have you cleared uh, any innocence from the area? Yes, we are evacuating them as we speak. Uh, what turn would it be, by the way? Uh, this is around seven or eight, so, okay, yeah, so they're just about... Yeah. They're, they're almost all about evacuated. We've got a evacuation tunnel set up, and they're headed through there right now. Uh... How, how, uh, oh, how long do you think it'll take? As soon as I can. And he hangs up on his end. <laughs> and so, we come to the end of another chapter. What dangers and wonders lay ahead of Badger, Neville, and Nin? Join us again in two weeks as we continue the tale of the Dark Smoke Academy. Badger is played by Walker. Neville is played by Candace. And Nin is played by Steve. I am Scott, your Dungeon Master, wishing you health, magic, and wonder until next time. For more fantasy adventures, find us at thelayeraction.com. That's thelayeraction.com.